0: it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. Well, any minute now, we're going to get the official word, something that we knew was coming down, and that is Kyle Rittenhouse is going to be found not guilty. And it's going to be due in part to this fool uh, of an assistant uh, district attorney, Thomas Binger who made not only an ass of himself, but insulted the court. And it almost seems like it was done on purpose so they could say, well, he wasn't really innocent. It was a technicality. Headline the Daily Mail. Binger was set up for failure. Kenosha DA knew the case against Kyle Rittenhouse was a losing proposition and passed the buck to Thomas Binger, whose presentation had been marked with missteps and clashes with the judge. Now, you're not going to get this this, this angle, I guess, from American media. CNN, MSNBC, the, the legacy networks, and heritage newspapers have gone out of their way to ignore the evidence in the case. And this ought to be frightening to you. We are moving away from cases based on evidence to the media setting itself up as prosecutor and jury, or judge and jury, let me bring something along in a parallel of the Justice Smollett case. All of the evidence, all of it, every single piece of evidence in that case pointed to him lying. Lying to police, lying to investigators, lying to the district attorney's office, lying. And the Soros-backed state attorney Kim Fox stepped in, I guess, allegedly after a call from someone in the Obama inner circle and just said, we're gonna make this go away. But the media, the media didn't reel back and say, no, no, wait a second, you guys lied to us. The media ran endless stories. And let me, let me, before I get into the this the steak and potatoes of this piece, and then let me just fast forward. Do you, you know what the media wants? The media wants a riot. They want a riot. They would be the... You know what would make the media and the Democrats really happy right now? Because but Biden's poll numbers are dropping even further. They would love for Kyle Rittenhouse to be found not guilty or a mistrial declared. And when he makes his first public statement, they would love for him to walk right to the top of the court steps and go, they're like, Mr. Rittenhouse, Mr. Rittenhouse, how do you feel about being found not guilty? Let's go, Brandon! That's what they would love. They would love it if Kyle Rittenhouse tore his shirt open and there was a let's go, Brandon t-shirt underneath. They would love it even more if his lawyer just handed him one of those t-shirt guns. He was like, boom, boom, boom. Shooting let's go, Brandon shirts out into the crowd. That That would make MSNBC the happiest group of people that you've ever seen in your life. They want a riot so bad they can taste it. In a minute I'm going to get to audit. Karen Bass and other Democrats are trying to make you think this is about race. What Kyle Rittenhouse did was an act of white supremacy. You mean shooting other white people? Well they were civil rights leaders. Well why do they have guns? That being they 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 just want they want this to end as badly as possible. If Kenosha burns tonight, Donald Lemon will be the happiest happiest person you've ever seen. Chris Cuomo, Anderson Cooper were the happiest people. Uh, Abilio, what's it? Jim Acosta. Jim Acosta will be so happy if tonight, if Kenosha burns to the ground tonight. It'll thrill them to death. Some mostly peaceful, oh wait, it won't be mostly peaceful. Well, mostly peaceful. six ninety five. Patriot 9572874. They love this. But they went out of their way to not cover the evidence. Whether it's Nick Sandman or the Jesse Smollett case, the media is moving us into a very, very dangerous place right now. And that is trial by uninformed mob, which is being created by the media itself. When they turn away from evidence in a case and they proclaim that someone is guilty before the court even opens up itself to opening statements and the presentation of evidence, that's very dangerous. And that's what the media is doing right now. They want people hung in the town square because they said so. The media thinks it is their job to decide a case before, and, and then when evidence is presented, remember the Duke LaCrosse rape case. The more time went on, the more evidence came to light the more the the prosecution's case fell apart before our very eyes the final the final part i don't know if you guys remember this but the girl i believe her name was crystal magnum had gone and had a you know a rape case a rape kit done the dna came back from multiple men ew But none of them, not a single match amongst the boys, the men she accused. So when it came down to DNA, a defining piece of evidence fell apart. I mean, it started with the submission of receipts, surveillance video, you know, individuals that were accused at a time that were clearly somewhere else like an ATM or I'd swiped the code key, the key fob for their dorm. That all of the evidence that was presented shows that her story was complete, a complete fraud. The media didn't care. Those lacrosse players were guilty. And you know, it's somewhere on the streets of Chicago in Freezing temperatures, there are white guys in manga hats with nooses and bottles of Clorox bleach that are looking for gay black men to assault. How many hate crime stories over the past decade or more that were championed by the media turned out to be complete hoaxes? It's almost all of them. So they didn't care about the evidence in this case. They wanted Kyle Rittenhouse's head on a a stake, and that was it. So into the piece. The choice of prosecutor for Kyle Rittenhouse's murder case could be a precise pointer as to how little confidence the county district attorney had in securing a conviction. Mike Gravely, the Kenosha County DA, would normally have taken the case himself, but instead handed it to Prosecutor Thomas Binger, whose presentation of the case in Wisconsin has been marked by missteps and clashes with Judge Bruce Schrader. Binger was set up for failure, one Kenosha legal insider told the Daily Mail. Gravely is a superstar, and he knew this would short tarnish him. According to... Conservative outlet Milwaukee right now gravely pawned the case off to his unfortunate assistant district attorney, Thomas Binger, who was left to spin spin gold out of a pile of self-defense straw. Now, court observers believe that even if Rittenhouse is found guilty, Binger's performance has given him good grounds for appeal. He has said things in court that have been ruled out of order, but once they've been said, you can't unring that bell, said Kevin Matheson, a criminal defense investigator and former Kenosha City alderman to the Daily Mail. This is how Binger always operated. He pushes the envelope as far as he possibly can, but this time the whole world is watching him. So in other words, he's, a, he's an Adam Schiff. Matheson... Matthewson, who was unsuccessfully sued over a Facebook page in which he asked for people to turn up with guns to defend property during the August 2020 Kenosha riots, has been a frequent critic of Gravely's office. But he respects the DA's prosecuting skills. He's by far the best prosecutor in the office, and he should have been the one presenting the Rittenhouse trial, the most high-profile, difficult case his office is ever likely to handle. So they put a bench warmer on it. They put a bench warmer on it. They put a guy who's not much of a skilled prosecutor on this. I mean, he's 51. He's not brand new to this. But whatever, the DA himself, the DA himself refused to take the case. And Binger, by the way, was once a candidate in a neighboring community as a Democrat to be DA. He obviously did not win. 6 695 Patriot 957-2874. When you question, I'm not a lawyer. Most of you are not lawyers. Some of you are lawyers. Some of you are lawyers. I get lawyers who listen to this program. You don't need to be a, you don't have to be a lawyer or a court junkie to get that. You don't question the fifth amendment rights of a defendant that's i mean that's so basic a middle i mean that's stuff they they're they're teaching in middle school i mean you know in between the 17 different genders and eight different recycling bins really you should know this stuff now either he's that much of a fool but then again again he's 51 years old he's been at this before Or he did it on purpose because they knew they didn't have a case. Which is it? Wynick 695, Patriot 957-2874. But the media wants to use this. The media so desperately wants to use this to take attention off of Joe Biden. I mean, we're going to get into, I mean, it's, it's sad that Jen Psaki has to go out on Twitter and say, oh, Kamala Harris is really important to to the team here. Why are you telling us that? Why are you telling us that? Why do we need to hear this? I want you to listen to Karen Bass, Representative Karen Bass. This is a question of race and the air fingers quote victims well, they were. They were civil rights activists, not antifa. Civil rights activists. Cut ten. Uh, explain how you think there's a racial dimension to this. Well, case. Be, be, because remember now, where were those white men that were killed? They were at a protest, protesting in solidarity for black folks. So to me, it was reminiscent of the civil rights movement when you had young white people that participated in the sit-ins and the protests. And they were subject to beatings. They were subjects to shootings. Many of them were killed as well. And it's as though the judge is taking that very lightly. Remember, the judge in Rittenhouse case said you couldn't even refer to the people that were killed as victims. You could refer to them as rioters. Here you have a 17-year-old boy who is driven by his mother across state lines with an automatic weapon. Frankly, she should have been detained for child endangerment. Oh, my God. Okay. There were no automatic weapons. There were no automatic weapons. An AR-15 is not an automatic. I, I'm not do, do me a favor. Love it. Love you guys. Please, we don't need to have 12 different phone calls explaining the technical differences between an M4 and an AR and an M16 and an automatic and... third. I think we're... Let's just... We're clear on this. Let's just move on from that. There were no automatic weapons. There were no automatic weapons. These were, in fact, rioters. They were not civil rights marchers. And one of them, well, all of the people that were shot were assaulting Kyle Rittenhouse. One of them pointed a gun at him. Notice all of that's left out. So according to Karen Bass, these three individuals, two of whom were dead, one had his arm near blown off. They were civil rights marchers, and Kyle Rittenhouse represents white supremacy. If you're going to say there shouldn't have been guns at this protest, then why did the guy who got shot in the arm bring a gun? And we're getting too bogged down in race here. But what Karen—are we supposed—you know, we're all sitting here, well, there's no black people here, this is this is white— Why should it matter? Does it matter who pointed a gun at Kyle Rittenhouse? Does it matter who beat him over the head with a skateboard? Does that matter who kicked him when he's down? Does it matter? If they were black, would it matter? No. Would it matter if this were, you know, if Kyle Rittenhouse were black? No. We're getting obsessed with race here because this is what the media is trying to do. They're trying to add race to this. But it wouldn't matter. If three black men were assaulting him with skateboards and pointing guns at him and he shot all three, it wouldn't matter if they were black or brown or Asian or white. It doesn't matter. You know, what's also sad about this is they keep saying this boy, this boy, this boy. Have you noticed that most of these white Antifa protesters, yes, yeah, yeah, some of them are disgruntled disgruntled 18, 19, 20-year-olds. But a lot of them, they're in their late 30s and early 40s. And some of them are, air fingers, quote, college professors. College professors. So these are not disgruntled kids that are looking to attach themselves to revolution. These are grown-ups. But in the minds of the left, a right is Okay. Burning property is okay. Throwing molotov cocktails is okay. These are this as long as they support it is okay. I would like someone to ask Karen Bass this. Would you prefer if the star witness had shot Kyle Rittenhouse in the face? Would you prefer that? You know, we've seen this is not a question of uh, of whether or not Kyle Rittenhouse was armed because we've seen antifa beat the hell out of people that are totally unarmed surrounding them with skateboards and umbrellas and pipes and bats and blocks of concrete formed to look like milk jugs or birthday cakes these are not civil rights leaders they're violent animals and you know what kyle i was i was saying to my producer earlier i was remembering the bernard gets The Bernard Goetz story out of New York in the mid-80s. Crime had gotten so out of control, so out of control, that people were fed up, being robbed, being mugged, being beaten. And when Bernard Goetz, who was, yes, carrying a gun illegally, was confronted by three men who happened to be black, who tried to rob him with sharpened screwdrivers, he went Travis Bickle on them. From Taxi Driver. Bernard Goetz was Travis Bickle from the movie Taxi Taxi Driver. He was a real-life evolved character from Taxi Driver. But when mayors and police chiefs refuse to stop riots, it's kind of like, well, why is all this crazy dark web stuff happening? Well, if the media refuses to do its job, someone's going to fill the void. If you refuse to report on the Hunter Biden laptop story, someone's going to fill the void. So if the police chief and the mayor say, well, we don't care. We're not going to stop a riot. We're just going to let the riot go. Guess what? Sooner or later, might be a 17-year-old boy, might be a 30-something former Marine. But somebody's going to step in and say, this is not acceptable. When you pay taxes for law and order, and you get riots sooner or later, somebody's going to step up and say, uh-uh. If you don't want people taking the law into their own hands, then enforce the damn law. y 695 patriot nine five seven two eight seven four. On a side note, Travis Scott has a new spokesperson. Do you want to know who that is? Stephanie Rawlings-Blake. Do you want to know who that is? That was the mayor of Baltimore who basically shrugged her shoulders and said, well, we have to make space for people to break things if they're angry. During the Freddie Gray riots, you refuse to enforce the law, somebody's going to enforce it for you. Sirius XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Wilkow Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to three east, nine to noon west on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.